The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. episode 570 of the league cast podcast i'm nick cooper joining me is aiden rockards hey how's it going and colton blue basket switch it's me the only platinum player on this show for now for now true i might be gold Um, soon (laughs) no way um yeah so we'll talk about uh our new patrons a little bit of league cast news um probably a pretty handful of new news um, including the new ranked season, I suppose. We'll hear from NordVPN, uh, and then we'll move probably all the way into competitive league and close it out with roundtable and mail fight. Aiden, how was your week? Tell us about good. your ranked adventure. Uh, yeah, I played ranked, and I got placed diamond four, and then I Poggers. won some games, and then I skipped to diamond two, so now I'm diamond 250, and I'm really happy about it. Um, Poggers. I'm still negative win rate, but I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping to be mastered in like a week or two is my hope. We'll see how much it slows down or not. Um, I'm going to try to jaw in less about the game. Um, and I'm going to win some games. So, <clears throat> how'd you do in your placements? Because we uh, all finished our placements at this point. I think I tied Nick for doing the best in my placements with three <laughs> and seven. <laughs> yeah, poggers. Um, but yeah, it, it was a little rough. Dude, uh, I, I'll admit i think we all know it if you wait two weeks or three weeks it's the best way to do placements just because like you get yeah. all the people who are super competitive out of the way um especially at higher elo where there's like a more like of a crunch of elo skews uh at the beginning of the season you get that out of the way because i won my very first game and then the second game i, I land against someone who was a thousand points challenger last season <laughs> um and uh, a thousand was- points challenger is a huge difference to you from where any of us play at. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sitting plat one zero, right? Because I pl- finished one game of placements, and it's like, oh, this guy yeah. finished. This guy literally ended fucking 900 points higher than me last season, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I lost to him. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. What? But uh, anyways, lost. it's all good. I mean, I can't complain that much. Like the reality is, like I'm playing these matches because it's giving me really good MMR spread. Like I, I mm-hmm. I've only lost one game after getting out of. Um, or maybe two games after getting out of um, placements, but I would like lose like nine or ten or something like that. So I can't complain that much. Yeah, nice. So you're still gaining a ton in uh, uh, not losing that much. Yeah, That's yeah, good. yeah. It, t- it will take me a little bit to I think ruin my MMR, which is nice. Um, yeah. And then outside of that, we played some flex. We've been doing uh, flex for, like I well, we call it flex Fridays. We haven't played on Friday. <laughs> we played on Friday once, I think. Right? We've, I think. Yeah, we played on Friday for. Um, we were gonna not play. On yeah, Friday. yeah, for like an hour. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. 
but it, it's been fun. We're planning on just like only playing flex when we have like five people, which I think is a fun idea, uh, a little bit of competitive uh, fun for us. Um, and then outside of that, I've just been playing some other games. Uh, I was playing Mass Effect, and that game fucking soft locked me, so I'm done playing Mass Effect. And uh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's just insane, dude. That like every Reddit thread I read was like it's just people like being like well, like, you weren't, like, making multiple save files, so, like, it's kind of your fault. And then, like, people being like, well, why would you even, like, jump down there? Like, it's just, like, I understand the ideas, but, like, I feel like the game just shouldn't softlock you and then make you play two hours to get back to where you were. (laughs) Yeah. But, hey, who am I to say? Um, But, yeah, so I'm playing a a puzzle game called The pedestrian right now because after i finish that tonight i'm gonna start playing devil may cry 5 mm-hmm. oh that's a good game yeah that I'm is excited. a good game <clears throat> nice well what about you I like that game um yeah so my ranked placements will start there i believe i went two and eight it was pretty miserable um after i think i got yeah i placed plat two after all of that and then i climbed up to plat one and promptly got demoted um so i'm sitting right now at plat two 75 lp um with i think like a 50 47 win rate overall um nice. i've bad. been playing mostly bot lane um mostly nyla which has been fun i think she's good right now i don't think she's overtuned like she's very strong but she also is incredibly punishable and she's also a, me- a melee character yeah she's also a melee character <laughs> so <laughs> um so like if if people don't punish you and you get to free farm and hit three items she pops off if you're playing against like a caitlin or a zaya who crazy outranges you you're kind of fucked um I also have played a good amount of games on, like, Ziggs and Karthus, who I think both of which are super strong right now. Um, But my win rate between the two of them is, like, 15%. Ooh. Because, uh, hey, guess what? So not that strong. So, no, I mean, like, they're they're very strong, but it's the issue of, like, people don't know how to play with them and will refuse to play right. Um, like, Like, my last most recent game um i was like hey i'm I'm picking zigs like we were against draven lux and i was like telling everyone like hey we, we don't want to fight because lethal tempo draven will just out damage both of us like i don't yeah. have enough damage to kill him and what happened he spam pinged for a gank our jungler ganked and draven got a triple uh, kill at level two um so that game was ended y- yeah, yeah yeah but like if you don't int you get lost chapter at like seven minutes and then you neutralize every single AD carry because you can just clear the wave outside of their range and like, yeah. don't interact with them the until special. the point. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it, it should be a lot easier. Uh, Karthus Nami has also been very fun because she just gets mandate presses E on you and you ulti with first strike and get 300 gold. Even if you don't get a kill, Nick Coltner refuses to use the Karthus bug. Yeah, it's cheating. What was the Karthus bug? The refund. Bug. Oh, the refund one. Yeah, I think it's yeah, cheating. It's kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's you said bug, so obviously there's okay. It's some not a bug. It, I mean, it, negative it, implication, it's definitely right? Not a bug because it's it's been in the game since the beginning of time. It's just they've removed every other character's interaction with it other than Karthus now, and I think mm. it's to the point where it is 
such a to explain it i guess is um so you used to be able to do this thing with characters like shen for example where you'd buy a ton of ap and then you'd alt someone then you'd refund all your items right so you'd give them a huge shield because your shield is based off ap um they eventually made it say say hey when you shield someone you're in combat so you can't refund um karthus is a cool character because his ultimate has a channel and it doesn't do damage until the end of the channel so with karthus you usually have a pretty good build it has like a bit of haste in it yada yada a lot of ap um but in a perfect world, you could have more haste, right? So if you are full items and you have a lot of gold, you can sell all your items, buy all ability haste, use your ultimate, and then refund it all, and you'll get the cooldown of your full ability haste build and get the damage of your full AP build. Um, and it, it's like a 40-second ult difference. Like it, it's, it's, it's a pretty fucking big difference to the point where... I think that your your win rate goes up just using that. Like, yeah, I, I think your win rate definitely does. But again, I I personally see it just as cheating. I, like, I think it's abusing a bug that should be fixed, and if it's not fixed, like it, it is what it is. Um, but I, I'm one not going to go through the effort of it, and two just don't think like doing that is fair. Um, like generally i'm someone who will take whatever advantage i can get like if you're the kind of person who spams your fucking twitch stream in lobby and somebody dodges and you're against me the next game and you're not going to cover your mini map like hey that's your own fault um but that's because you as an individual like i y you can make stupid decisions and i'll take advantage of that riot i know is not going to make the right decision to fix stupid bugs like this so i'm just going to not do it <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely seems unintentional. Um, whether or not they have fixed it, I guess, is is up to the person to decide. Um, but it also requires a lot of like uh, like timing, right? Or uh, APM. Don't you need to to be pretty? pretty you have quick to with click the, the refund button, I guess, up to twelve times in three seconds. But it's not. Oh, okay. Hard. I thought for some reason I thought it was like you had to buy all the AP and then refund to. You just buy, you just buy your CDR, hit, hit alt, and then you hit refund until you have all your items back. Oh, gotcha. That's not too bad. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, again, I mean, I, I could do it. My win rate would definitely go up. I think he's strong enough without doing it. Um, mm -hmm. But, hey, maybe I would not be one in four on Karthus if I abused this bug. It's a cherry-picked uh, uh, flex game that I saw on Twitter, but, like, I saw someone uh, doing it in a 45-minute flex game, um, oh, and they geez. had 7,000 damage on first strike, um, and they got 12,000 gold from first strike. How is that? That doesn't sound right. They yeah, might have I can, I'll, find, I'll try to find the screenshot, but, like, because you, you normally deal it, more but... damage than gold. You well, you have to as, as a yeah. ranged character. Maybe it's the other way around. You got 7,000 gold and 12,000 damage. Yeah. That mm. makes sense. So I was going to say, like, on average, I normally get between, like, 1,500 to 2,000 in a decently long game. Because, again, you can just press R on cooldown when five people are alive and get, like, 150 to 300 gold, depending on how much AP you have every time. Yeah. Um, so, generally, I've been using it not to get kills, but just, like... Five people are alive. We want to take Dragon in eight seconds. Cool. Press R. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to do it. I mean, mm -hmm. get, get all your money. I'm going to post this in our Discord. Look at this uh, match history. <laughs> or this uh, the build path for this Karthus player. Uh... <laughs> that's really funny. It's so cringe. Stop cheating. It's funny. <laughs> it does seem that way, huh? Um, 
But yeah, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to get out of Platinum. I was very sad when I promoted from Plat 2 to Plat 1 and didn't skip right into Diamond. Um, is that is that that's something you can do, right? Like you can you can skip promos. Maybe you can't skip in placements, but you can skip like out of placements. I, I think Nick yeah, was saying like could, through like you could go. You through, know you can yeah, skip from plat, plat two one. to plat one. Can you skip plat one to get to D four? I've never yeah, I seen it, but I don't okay. know. Okay, uh, my MMR is not that good anyway that it would happen. Um, I'm winning more than I'm losing still, but only like three or four points different. Um, so yeah, the game thinks that I'm a D4 player, which to be fair, that's how my, that's, you know, where I ended and generally where I am. So makes sense. Um, outside of that, yeah, we played a bunch of flex. It was real, real fun. Uh, because of flex, I look like a cracked jungler. I'm a hundred percent win rate on jungle right now. That is really funny. Um, yeah, so that's pretty well my week. Nick, what you what you been up to? Nice. Uh, so I also played um, some ranked. I went. I I guess I went three and seven compared to the two and eight that what I thought. Um, also been playing some flex with the boys. That's been pretty fun. Uh, girlfriend and I are spamming through JoJo. Um, we just finished the punishment word part. I think. Um, and have now finished the, uh, I guess spoilers for everybody, but the part where, um, you, she can only remember three things, uh, <laughs> which I think is, is like easily the worst episode so far. Like the worst set of episodes, just not fun. The concept is cool. I, I feel like it translates way better to probably a written piece of work. Than <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think so too. It, it just didn't work in, in this it's in, just, uh, media. It's so medium. indiscriminate with what it considers a piece yeah. of information like within within it, in the scope of a single scene they have it work like four different ways <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know it um was definitely not one that we enjoyed so far so that's that's the that's the only one i think every, every everything else has been cool um i didn't really understand how it worked on her uh like her or the 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 guys but the guards i mean <laughs> but maybe i'm yeah. not supposed to ask questions you're not <laughs> that, no, it's it's yeah. <laughs> um but otherwise it's been it's been fun super good um yeah so i guess let's just get on with the show then um we've got one new patron shout out to samuel thank you for your support uh do we have any lead cast news aiden i saw you posted something yeah, um, I posted a survey in our announcements channel on Discord. I would recommend anyone go fill it out if you're listening to this. It'll take you like two minutes to fill out. It's just ranking role parity and enjoyment of roles and stuff like that. It's more as a starting point for a discussion that I want to have next week. Um, and I feel like it'd be fun. The more data, the better to have a discussion. So it's in our announcements channel on our um, Discord. So I, I haven't out. opened it yet, but please tell me one of the questions was, what role do you main? Yes. Okay, yeah, because, like, I, I think that's going to be one of the most telling things is, like, which role do you think is weakest? Whatever role you play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, rank's also on there, but it's not as meant as a, like, I'm going to fucking throw out anyone who's bronze or iron. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, for perspective. I want to see if if you're in bronze, maybe you think mid lane is a stronger role than other roles like as a collective mm -hmm. so that's why, just why the yeah. questions are there i feel like it's interesting um and i'm very excited to see the results hell yeah 
Um, awesome. Anything else? That's it for now, I think. Uh, other than the fact that I'm going to, I think I'm going to stream, I'm going to start streaming, I think, on um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think I'm going to try to be consistent with streaming on Tuesdays Ooh, and Thursdays. There's a chance okay. I switch it to Mondays and Wednesdays, but I think Tuesdays and Thursdays is good. I want to do two days. Switch switch to Monday and Wednesday so I could participate. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to stream at like 10, a, 10 p.m., so probably not. Oh, never mind. You're, you're <laughs> in sleep. You're in sleep. By never bed. mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Sag. Okay, um, cool. Cool, so let's get on with the show proper. Um, we've got some new news, right? Aiden, you want to tell us about this moving to Garena, Garena thing? Singapore? Yeah. So Garena shut down, which is the Chinese-run League of Legends stuff. And what they did is they now are offering like server rewards for like anyone switching to different like a different server, right? Like I was on Garena, but I, I lost my account. I don't have my account, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an account on uh, all these other uh, SE sea uh servers right there's like a bunch of them um the reason why i bring it up is they have a bunch of like welcome rewards right now and they're fucked man they were fucked level welcome rewards to the point where i've switched one of my smurfs to this server i don't know if i can get it back i'm gonna have a disclaimer at the end of this um but what i would recommend at the very least is if you were interested please make a smurf on singapore singapore is the english like default uh language um sea um server there's like a bunch of them but this is the one that like english is the default language um and play these weekly rewards so you can also transfer a smurf i wouldn't transfer your main account that definitely don't transfer your main if you want you can transfer a smurf for one blue essence as well or you can make a fresh account um and you can start earning these rewards. We don't know when you can transfer your accounts back. They say they're going to re-enable them soon. It might be like one to two months. Who knows? It might They might have them disabled for a year. We really don't know. That's the only like downside of transferring your account. Um, that being said, I transferred my like third main account um, to the server. And I think I'm also going to make a fresh smurf. Um, the reason is, is uh, there's a ton of rewards. So all these reward quests, these welcome reward quests start at level five. So you hit level five after doing the like intro quests, the tutorial stuff. Um, and the quests are every Friday um starting the 13th so it's past 13th all the way to the third so it's like five weeks of quests um and what you get is you get 120 welcome tokens um 100 treasure tokens and 157 champions um, oh my god yeah so you get every single champion um up till 2021 so like the first week of quest gives you like all 2009 2010 characters second set of quests gives you all 2011 2012 characters sort of thing um and the only only characters you don't get are the ones released in 2022 and then there hasn't been any release yet this year so just 2022 are the only characters you don't get um which is fucked i think i think it's fucking crazy um it's literally like if you make a smurf you just have every character by the time you complete all these which is fucking crazy that's why i'm making a new account and i also brought over a smurf to do this um and the other quests yeah. uh, give you 120 welcome tokens and 100 treasure tokens which what the fuck are those so welcome tokens you can use for a ton of different things but the biggest thing you can use is um the equivalent of 120 welcome tokens is 50 skin shards or 60,000 orange essence because <laughs> one token equals 500 orange essence and there's tons of other rewards like uh icons emotes um uh, wards, a bunch of stuff like that. Um, equivalent could be 30 TFT eggs if you're into that, for example. Um, and then there's 100 treasure tokens, which is skins. So 25 uh, treasure tokens is a legendary skin, or 75 uh, is an ultimate skin. So just by transferring over, you get an ultimate skin and a legendary skin by completing the quest. Like, That's insane. It, it's so playing the game. Roughly how many games do you have to play to complete those quests? Um, so I, 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 was, I switched over, and I played an ARAM first, and I was like, 
okay, this is unplayable. It's 300 ping, right, from NA to play uh, on Singapore. Um, so I switched over to TFT after. I played two, F two TFT games and that one ARAM uh, to complete my week's uh, quests. Wow, that's not bad. So I would recommend playing TFT or bot mode. I think, I I'm not sure what it is for like West Coast ping or if you're EU, ping is probably like better. Um, but from NA Eastern like region, 300 ping is just not fun to play League on. <laughs> yeah. But for TFT, it's almost unnoticeable, I would say. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, damn, I, I feel like I want to do that for like both of my Smurfs. Cause yet yeah, it's it's so fucking annoying how long it takes to get champions, man. 157 characters is crazy. Yeah, like it that's is a lot. Do they do they do you have to be level 30 to transfer? Um, no, you can transfer. I think you have to be like level 10 or something to transfer on your uh from a server, uh, or you can just make an account and then at level five you unlock all the quests. Oh, I see. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so they come out every Friday. You don't have to do them every week. I think you can just, like, you could, like, make the account on the second, and the third's the last day you can do it all, and you can just play, like, a ton that day if you wanted. Um, but I would really recommend it. Recommend it. I think this is the craziest event they've ever done. It's obviously because people who have played on Garena for years, they just lost all their shit. <laughs> um, I actually don't know if you could transfer from Garena. I actually don't know, but it, it seems like you probably couldn't based on the fact that they're giving you just pretty well a, a, a full account. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of insane. But I'd recommend cool. it. Um, once again, uh, only thing to be warned is if you transfer an account from NAEU, whatever, you can do it for one blue essence. But we don't know when they're going to re-enable transfers back. It could be in a month or two. It could be a year from now. Um, so just be warned about that. I still thought it was worth it for one of my Smurfs. Um, it's just I, I don't want people like being upset that they lost their account or whatever. It's definitely safer to just yeah. make a fresh account if you don't feel comfortable doing it. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, definitely, I, I would be interested to see if they would consider doing this for um, just like normal uh, like servers, I guess, regular non-Garena servers. Because I feel like this is a really good way to get people like excited about the game. You know, I think yeah. a lot of people aren't excited to um, to, to grind out characters, and uh, maybe the skins are a bit much. But the skin, the the champions by itself, would be such a good way to to get players <laughs> yeah. playing yeah i i definitely think that that's like a really huge boon and even like I, I feel like it would get a lot of players potentially back into the game yeah if they heard like uh, you know maybe they, they stopped playing like three years ago and even at that point they only had like two-thirds of the champions and someone's like hey if you just like log in and play five games you, you're, you're gonna get 80 characters five games a week yeah exactly like pretty insane yeah I, I think their current way of doing that is with the game pass uh thing like you pay mm -hmm. for game pass and yeah. you get everything unlocked on your account i think that's what they'll do until that partnership runs out at, at least i could see maybe in the future of them changing that though but that's not a permanent um, addition, right? You get it as long as you maintain your game pass. Yeah, I, I just think I just think there's no way they'd ever even consider it while they have that like partnership with Microsoft, right? No, I think that's uh, that's that's accurate. You're, you're right. Um, but either way, this is super cool. Would really recommend. Uh, it's something I've never even like seen. How it's just insane. So very much would recommend. So yeah, big value. Cool, cool, cool. Um. Awesome. And then do we want to talk about the 80 carry changes for 312 or yeah. 32? Sorry. The 80 carrying is coming, dude. The 80 carrying. Um, so, yeah, 80 carries are getting some uh, some changes based on Freak. Thank you, Papa Freak. Um, 
but what essentially they're getting oh, sorry let me open up the the picture i should have had that open um yeah so overhill's getting buffed uh i think it'll be worse early and better late after like level four or five i believe is what freak said um bloodthirster is getting i, I would say overall a buff the lifesteal is down the shield is up uh and the total cost is down uh and then for a huge number of 80 carries um, increased mana and or region per level, as well as increased Blade of the Rune King, uh, ranged on hit damage up a percent. And the, the the big part, the required crit for Infinity Edge and Navori instead of 60 is now um, 40. Yeah, Freak has a so really pretty, awesome pretty video cool. on all this on his YouTube channel as well. I'd really recommend anyone interested in AD Carry, uh, check it out because he explains all his reasoning and stuff. He's the one who pushed for all these changes. Um I guess to like just touch on some of the bigger ones, like over overheal bloodthirst. Who really cares too much about those stuff? The mana changes was um, the idea of as an AD carry, you are already playing a role that you have to play fights perfectly. You have to manage like distance from all five characters. You have to manage your DPS, your attack range, all these things. You as that role, you shouldn't also have to manage mana as a resource. Um, so the mana changes are mostly just so that you don't have to worry about mana on AD carry like in the later of the game. You still have to like worry about it early game. Um, just he doesn't want you to like have to as Caitlyn be like, oh fuck, I, I have to manage my mana in this team fight as well. <laughs> yeah, and and especially I feel like AD carries. I mean, a lot of characters like AD carries specifically, they a lot of times have like one really important ability that if you can't use it because you're um you're just entirely fucked yeah. right, right like if, if like oriana cues and can't w or like qws and can't bring the e back it's like okay that that stinks but like if you w e in is tristana and now you don't have enough mana to ult you're just like oh fuck or like you can't w back out you're yeah. just useless yeah and, and then he well, i guess like the the first thing he talks about is that he thinks top lane is probably the worst role, but AD carry is pretty close, and AD carry's perceived strength is much lower than top. Um, yeah, I actually wanted to... Um, you, you said if you are interested in AD carry to watch this video, I think this could really serve um, anyone who is questioning why these changes yeah. um, are happening should watch this video. He explains it super um, well. Yeah, he does. It gives gives perspective for why these changes are happening, um, why they should happen or why they shouldn't happen, uh, and, and definitely is uh, definitely is the uh, w would be the go to uh, for an example of how this should be done in the future as well. Mm -hmm. Anybody else said like he doesn't want to like make it so that top lane is obviously the worst role in the game by like making AD carry good and like leaving top in the dust. It's more the fact that like you can't have a role where fucking everyone thinks it's shit um and that's kind of the idea is like a perceived value although isn't always 100 percent the true thing it's important to players and i think that's fair yeah it is mm -hmm. yeah I, I i agree i think that's fair and then i guess just the ie navori thing i think it's, we should touch on this a little bit we're gonna touch about it when the actual patch goes live but uh, i think this change is fucking crazy um he works out the math to um on average for most 80 carries this will work out to a four percent damage increase so not a huge damage increase um but it helps out with like a ton of other things right like just the build um what do you want to call it simplification i think is, is massive for so many 80 carries it, it removes pretty well um having to ever decide to go collector ever <laughs> on like any character. yeah yeah mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
um it, it's awesome you'll see like tons of like 80 carries like samir going maybe bloodthirster into infinity edge or shield bone to infinity edge or just like it, i don't know the build path for so many characters got so much fucking better with this change and i think it's really cool yeah, I actually think that's um, a, a good point of, uh, and, and something that I think he brought up is the build path, where there was like, I, I would say a lot of third option or a lot of fourth option in eighty carry build, mm-hmm. um, and and now there's going to be a lot of third options. So skipping that, like, you know, you're going to have the ability to go Phantom Dancer if you need it, or Guardian Angel if if you super need it, um, versus having to slot in three crit items guaranteed to then um like proc your your biggest spike and and for games to end before you even get to that point like he uh uh highlighted that as well i am worried about abuse cases um but overall i think these changes are awesome right like i I think there's a reason why infinity edge was made as a you have to buy a third item right and it's because abuse cases like draven's going at first item right um yeah Yasuo well that's that's something i think is kind of funny is that like there's a world where yasuo and yone can first item ie now you you can right because it's um doubled 40 percent yeah no he doesn't they don't double it anymore oh is it i think they i think they 1.5 i feel like they double it still i think they changed it previously i feel like it's not double anymore i could be wrong though as we uh, frantically Google the wiki yeah. and try and find the wiki. Oh, no. It fucking the wiki says critical strike chance is multiplied by 2.5. So that doesn't fucking make sense. Oh, 2.5. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> true either. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. I thought I thought it was 1.5 after they did the... It says uh, 2.5 everywhere, the, so... I, okay. Hey, we'll say 2.5. That's insane, actually. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. So it's fi- off of Infinity Edge, you get 50%. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's insane. Yeah, why wouldn't you go IE first? Yeah, I mean, I think Draven's huh. gonna build it first item. Um, well, I think that I I think that's fine. Like, you don't need the required crit right away. Like, you just go or maybe go Bloodthirster into Infinity Edge. Um, what I think yeah, is I think I think BT into IE is gonna be absolutely popular. The craziest thing outside of like abuse cases like Kindred. I think Kindred's getting fucking terrible. She builds Blade sometimes. She builds Infinity Edge sometimes. Like whatever. Um. Is the fact that like Kogma, I fucking love Kogma, right? He's on on hit character. He's pretty well ninety nine percent of the time played on hit. I think his Navori build has been fucking cracked forever. It's just he's so he's too good to go like anything other but other than on hit, right? Um, but if you can go Navori second on him, um, it makes your uptime like it makes your like online time for the Navori build way better because before Navori comes online like your Navori Kogma build comes online at five items versus um, the other build that comes online at two, um, which is yeah. like pretty crazy. But the whole idea of Navori Kogma is that you have a 100% uptime on W, uh, which turns out is his best ability by like a lot. So you can go back to doing crit cog, I think after this, which is cool. That's sick. I hope so. That would be uh, really cool. Yeah. I don't know. It'll, it'll, well, I, I'm very excited for this. Uh, maybe we'll get some um, King Lard out Samira back with uh with some uh with some tomkin support maybe hell yeah question mark maybe but we'll see yeah i'm interested to see what it does to the nyla build because like if it's good enough to skip ravenous and just go like shield bow ie or like bt ie mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that'd be interesting. Nihilus scales super, super hard with crit. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to uh, knock that down to two items would be absolutely insane for her. Yeah, Revenus feels so good, though, being able to just, like, queue a wave and clear it. Mm-hmm. I'm scared yeah. for, like, all the abuse cases, man. The more I'm thinking about it, like, characters that like to go IE but they can't commit to having three crit items in their build are just getting fucking turbo buffed, right? Like, Graves, yeah. Rengar. I was going to say, yeah, Rengar, like, Essence Reaver IE with Duskblade sounds stupid good, and he's already very strong. Because the only reason he doesn't, like, he doesn't build IE right now is that what fucking two other crit items are you building? Like, Lord Dom? Yeah. Like, yeah, but right. Like, is, is you would either have to, yeah, detour into third item LDR when you already have like a lethality mythic, or you have to go like BTIE, which is giga expensive. Yeah, it's cool. I'm really excited for these changes. They're really cool. Yeah, at the very least, it'll uh, it, it'll revamp a you know the the itemization. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun at on, at the very least. Freak's doing yeah. a good job so far. I'm excited. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully we get little changes like this for... Uh, I, I would be down for every role, to be honest. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I could definitely see them putting more, like, conditional stats on other items. Um, like, and it's tough to see, like, where you could do it. I guess you could maybe do it with, like, Death Cap to be, like, the passive only applies if you have at least... 400 ap or something if they wanted to slow it down so people weren't getting it second item yeah that's i i think this is something that is a bit frustrating for adk players is that there's really no other class in the game who like have to build items to get other items to 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 like work right yeah i, I, I guess like to, to some extent rabidons exists yeah yeah but like rabidons exist and like warmogs exist but i think that the big difference is that like ie is a core item for most ad carries right so i mean every single every single ad carry in the game is building ie or navori like at, yeah. at some point in their build uh, other than like on hit ones yeah like mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah the ones who aren't going crit mm-hmm. okay but yeah, if, you're, if, you you're, if you're if you're if you're going yeah. If you're going crit, you're building one of those two items guaranteed versus yeah. like not every single mage is going to put in shadow flame. Not every single mage even is going to go void staff, right? Like the, the, I would say that's a very few, few and far between, but mm. it's, I don't it's know. just because the assassins and the bruisers ruined it for us, True. Which, which is always like, uh, th- there is a big part of me that is still on board for making like the crit items less effective for melee characters yeah mm-hmm. um because I, I think that that's always like <laughs> i feel like that's the, the biggest issue or like difficulty with itemization in the game as a whole is anytime you change an item there is a bruiser who will abuse it better than the person you're trying to make it good for. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna buff Sunfire so that tanks can clear the jungle. Oops, it's better on bruisers. Oh, we're gonna give, you know, Jack Show us a cool option for tanks. Oops, it's better on bruisers. Oh, we're gonna give that's some funny. really cool AP items with like uh the one that's health and the burn. I can't demonic. Oops, it's yeah, better on bruisers. <laughs> like it's, Oops, oh, it's, it's better always, on Maokai. It's always just better on bruisers. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, unless you guys have anything else to say on on the AD carry itemization, I uh, I played against Freak last night and he went like ten oh on Master Yi because my team inted him. Master Yi, interesting. That's not an AD carry. No, he was. Oh, it's because the changes aren't out yet. He was he was playing uh, jungle because jungle is the strongest game role in the game right now. We'll find out when That's our listeners. Funny. Yeah, we'll find out next well, week. Ac- according to Freak, <laughs> jungle's the strongest. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. cool. Do we want to hear from Nord? Yeah. Well, uh, my my dodge chance on Nyla couldn't protect me from Freak's Master Yi, but NordVPN nice. can protect you from digital predators with their really great VPN service. They've got servers in over uh, oh, it doesn't say in over sixty countries. There it is. I had to find it on the page. Uh, in over sixty countries, fifty five fifty four hundred plus servers around the world makes it super fast. Uh, they've speed test checked it. They're the fastest VPN around. They've got great threat protection. It's really easy to use. You can just click, turn it on, turn it off. You can set it to turn on just when you kind of get on your computer with no clicks. Um, they encrypt all your data and your information. So it's super safe, super reliable. And all of it is available with a 30 day money back guarantee. If you're a crazy person and for some reason you try it and say, I don't want this. But you're not a crazy person, so you're going to grab the exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Again, you'll get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, a bonus gift, and it's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Thanks so much to NordVPN for their continued support. Thank you, Nord. Oh, yeah. Um, so next week, we're going to talk about the perceived strength uh, of, of specific roles um, in our bi-weekly, but... For now, I think we're just going to move into the competitive league section. Yeah, not we like just have a, ton a of tiny, news. tiny little bit of news, but it's yeah. cool. It is cool. Um, so hey, LCS is going to start two hours later than initially scheduled, right? That's right. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. We like that. Or two hours late. Do you say? I think you might have said it earlier, but it's two hours. Oh, later. Oh, yeah, two hours later. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. So now it's at five EST uh, or two Pacific. So the whole idea is that now, if you're EST, you won't miss like those first starting matches, which are always the coolest matches of the day. Um, overall, I think it's a good change. At the very least, um, I think it's cool that they are listening to the community on things. Like, I mean, think of everything that they've done in the past week. They like talked about the uh, cinematic and what happened, what went wrong. They promised a cinematic for next year. They changed LCS. They're talking about AD carry changes. They're going through all these things that the community has been complaining about. And I think it's uh, cool that they're addressing them all. Um, I don't necessarily think this change is super meaningful for like LCS itself. Yeah. Um, but I think it's cool that they listened regardless. Right. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, it's cool that they're communicating, which I think is the the, the most important aspect of this. Um, we've long, long have wanted Riot to communicate at least their thought process. So it, it is cool to to have it finally uh, come to pass to some to some extent. Yeah, I think it's cool. I also think it's like funny though, like reading the Reddit thread and people being like, "Well, now you can't watch," or what the fuck what the psd still people in psd still can't watch <laughs> just like i don't know man that's funny I mean, like they, i think this is a positive change regardless um a reminder that 80 percent of north america lives on central or eastern time <laughs> pacific or oh cent- really 80%? central or eastern yeah 80 percent. wow that's insane and right uh, in that not- video they specifically said 70 percent of their viewership is from eastern and uh central time huh i did not realize that so many people lived uh 
in uh, Central and East Coast. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like 50% of the U.S. is uh, East Coast. So. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of it, though, right? LCS starts this week. Yeah, it starts um, Thursday, be I believe. Exciting. Yeah. Thursday, yeah, at uh, two hours earlier than it was going to. Later than it was going to, yeah. I'm sorry, I keep saying earlier. Yeah, later. Nick's <laughs> trying to get you guys to show up at fucking yeah. 10 o'clock a.m., 10 a.m. to watch LCS. Tell me Riot wouldn't be pumped if if everyone just showed up two hours earlier to, like, the studio, the stream, everything. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Um, awesome. So let's do roundtable then. Roundtable, yeah. So last week's question was, what are your goals for 2023? From our Twitter, Randy said, win BOL split one, then finally got a gold for the first time in three years. Should probably play some more Sejuani too. Um, and then Luke said, if I eventually hit plat and generally prove my favorite characters. And then we got a bunch from our Discord. Uh, Velzea said, I want to acquire gold, then keep climbing once uh, whilst one-tricking Irelia. Um, Shark said, I want to begin my content creation slash editing journey. Casey Stranger said, uh, after putting uh, after a few years of putting in like 40 ranked games, I actually want to see what I'm capable of this year. I, I could say my goal is gold, but really, really the goal is to focus up and push past the wall of, I'm not sure if I can do this. That's held me back in the past, and I think I need to back up these words, and I'm finally motivated to do that. I think it's an awesome goal. Um, and the last but not least, Wallace said, my goals are to pass my peak, which is D210, only play champs that I practice and ranked, play focused and... Uh, Focused in every ranked game, uh, not autopiloting. Oh, sorry. F- play focused every ranked game, not autopiloting. And take notes after each game, reviewing notes and VODs after each game. And to attend more community games. Those are all good goals to help you through ranked journey. <laughs> Beating up some random gold player into community games. Uh, you got to take notes on it, though. So that's good. That's um, funny. Do you guys take notes or, or VOD review or anything? Uh, when I cared about the game, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I don't. I did for a short time when I was like playing more competitively. I, I, I'm mm. sure I'd be a better player if I did. <laughs> gotcha. Interesting. I w- read other people's notes. Like I, I have like um, guides for characters that I play that I refer yeah. to. Um, I'm never going to do it myself, but like if a Shen player puts in 10,000 Shen games, uh, I'll just fucking pull up their guide and it will tell me if I should run Ignite, how to play the lane, if I should run TP. Um, and I, I, I just don't have the time to have my notes be more valuable than understanding someone else's notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thought process behind, like, coaching, right, and, yeah. and guides is that this person has already done a little hard work for you. Um, and I, don't, so, don't be cool. wrong. You can't just, like, like, in theory, if I put in, like, 10,000 games and did all that myself, it would be way more valuable. Um, and ju- if I just fucking casually read that thing, it, it wouldn't help me at all. But, like, you have to be somewhere in the middle of, like, actually trying to put effort into stuff, even if it's, like, a lesser version of what it could be. Um. Cool. Um, this week's roundtable question is, uh, what could Riot do to make you excited for League of Legends again? I, I feel, saw a lot of like disappointment this past week, um, and I want some positive things. Like, w- what what could they do that would make you like super excited for the future of League? Yeah, that's something that uh, I actually messaged Aiden about. There's been um, a lot of like negativity towards, uh, I would say, ranked specifically in. Um, the discord yeah uh and and not even just like the the system of ranked which i think is is understandable but like the results the teams like that um which has been a little disheartening because i feel like we do a, a pretty okay job of most of the time preaching like hey you can always improve even in losses where you feel like you played perfectly um so you know it's not it's not always like unlucky team diff um so on a positive note i think 
Um, I, honestly, I'll make it really, really easy. I think I would just get more excited for the game if Riot like continues along this line of communication. Um, I really think that's the only thing that Riot does poorly is is not communicate. Um, because overall, I feel like they do a pretty decent job of, um, you know, balancing the game, making sure that things that are not fun are pretty quickly nerfed or, or changed to some extent. Uh, and overall, a, a good job of making sure that people are uh, champions that are a little weak, get some love eventually. Um, so I, I guess that's, that's what I would want. Just, uh, just some communication. Yeah, I think that's great. What about you, Colton? I have two kind of big things, but hey, it's a round table and I can ask for whatever I want. Um, so I would be excited if if they committed to like a more aggressive champion rework schedule. Um, I, I think there's a lot of champions that need work, whether it be a, a full rework or just like little adjustments. Um, but I am not someone who has been picking up like all of the new characters in recent years. And it, it would be really nice if like some of those older characters that, you know, I, you know, have put a decent amount of time on, like were a bit more viable or got those, those changes they needed. Um, plus I just think the reworks are normally really sick. And I'm often much more excited about a good rework than a new character. Um, yeah, Colton, you, I feel like you really, really don't play new characters. That's a, I was reading through, uh, or I was looking at like the, the round table from last week. And I, I feel like that's going to be one of my other 2023 goals is to actually like give all of the new characters a shot. Uh, I'm going to try and get, like, every character at least to Mastery 3. Um, I think Mastery 3 is a really good um Yeah, if if not Mastery 4, because, like, there's only, like, 50 or 60 characters I don't have at Mastery 4 or better. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I realized as I hit Mastery 5 on Nyla, like, it doesn't actually take that many games to do it. Maybe, like, 20 games on a character to get them, like... No, it's not... Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, and I think even that just goes like it, it just does such a good job of showing you how to play against the character and like what their strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, I imagine you've, you've expressed previously a lot of frustration for Yone um, rightfully so to, to some extent um, or in some regards of, of his kit. But I think like if you put in, you know, mastery five on him, it would kind of help you to play against him as well. Yeah, I played, I think he's about halfway to three. I still think he's stupidly mm, okay. cracked. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, accurate, yeah. understandable. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you get a better idea of some of the counterplay. Um, but to jump back to this week's roundtable question, my my second big ask that would make me excited for League of Legends again would be if they implemented a, a new competitive map um and and again like if it was threes and they just brought back threes how it was i'd be hyped for that or if they did something else but i I think like a a second competitive queue would be really cool that's not Mm -hmm. you know summoner's rift or flex (laughs) 
Yeah, well, like not not Summoner's Rift specifically. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, not um, Summoner's and Rift, again, sorry, like yeah. if they made a new threes map or brought back old threes, because um, I think for me one of my biggest frustrations with Summoner's Rift is that it is, you know, a, a ten player game, and that like one anomaly in those ten players can make it feel like you're just wasting your time. Whether it be like they have one Giga Smurf or you have one Inter on your team, like you feel like that game is just like a wasted 25 minutes so Mm -hmm. hey if there's only six players in the game maybe i will have more control um plus it's just i mean learning like a new set of you know skills that makes sense cool aiden you guys ready for something that's never gonna happen but he's fucking sick i just i just said that thing Um, I, I think Nick, like, by the way, I think you're as good. I think communication is good in general. So I've been obviously following more competitive organized league, like league, because I'm setting it up for like a ton of silver listeners and stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. Um, and we've been playing Flex, which is fun as well, right? Yeah. Um, do you guys remember when there was like ranked teams back in like old League of Legends days? You'd like have mm-hmm. Duck Formation, for example, um, or whatever. The GOAT. What if we combine the idea of ranked teams, ranked Flex, um, with uh, Clash so that you set you you sign up on a team right has this all in client you sign up with a team and every single week you get a best of three that you have to show up for Ooh! and it like it's a massive like league there's like a, like you're just playing against like maybe like 100 teams in your division right it's like win loss or whatever and then you have like a bracket at the end or whatever based on like your win loss like it puts you into different brackets based on like how well you did i feel like it's so fucking doable for riot where like it just drafts you and your boys into a thing you have to show up on your like uh league uh at the time or whatever you can maybe have like a roster of 10 so you can have subs or whatever um if you don't show up you're kicked out of the league because you can't just like fucking ruin other people's nights or whatever um and you just play a best of three, like every single week on like Saturday night or whatever, same time. That's cool. I like that a lot. That is um, such a huge, huge ask. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fucking massive. But I, I, feel I, like a uh, lot I love of the it. Tech is there though, like that it's already, yeah. like possible. And the more and more I've been like talking to, like people in our community, people from like tournament organizers and stuff, I think organized league play might be the peak of what the average player can experience in league um it just feels like 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 solo queue is great and all but like uh, playing with your friends is fucking great and all but having a mix of playing with your friends in a competitive environment and like there's mix of like things like drafting drafting doesn't fucking exist in solo queue drafting doesn't exist in normals i i I, clash is great and all but like it's fucking random it's like messy you you're playing against people of like all different skill ranks i think having being able to participate in a league at some point is super super awesome for anyone who plays league of legends but i don't think very many people ever get to experience that and i feel like having a way that riot has it somehow implemented in the client would just open up a doorway to so many like people so that's awesome i I like that a lot yeah i I think that for a lot of people organized play is much more enjoyable than solo queue and that at at times the barrier to entry for that organized play is pretty high um and yeah if if there was a way to just get your teams together and, and join similar to clash but instead of you know one tournament every two to eight weeks it's you know hey yeah dedicated league we'll play a best of three every week again some provisions for if if teams don't show up so that you can maybe still play or 
again, I agree with you. I think it, it is very doable and that they probably have a lot of that infrastructure already built for Clash. Um, yeah, it would, it'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be really cool. It would just be nice to get something. Mm -hmm. I I just think it's one of those things that the highs of that could... Like, people people fucking love Clash, and I think Clash is a flawed thing. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely has its its pros and cons, for sure. But, yeah, people get really excited for Clash in a way that they typically don't for, for, you know, regular League of Legends. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's my... I don't know. I was excited for for A-Room Clash, so maybe more of... Like the specialized, yeah. Thank you, Papa Ryan. Co- I mean, how cool would it be if we got like Earth Clash or yep, be, I don't know something like that, right? Like just something different. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you want to tell us uh, what um, Ryan could do to make you excited for League, and you can sit up on our Twitter at Leakcast. You can send us an email mail at leakcastpodcast.com or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg/leakcast. Hell yeah! Um, awesome. Let's move into mail fight. Our first email is quite long, and it's from Camilio, uh, so we are going to skip a lot of it. Well, they posted um, it. They literally said, don't read yeah. this mail part, um, yeah. which, which is cool. I, I think it's awesome that he wrote a, or they wrote a awesome email, and it's, it's super great to read. Um, and they also said, hey, I wrote all this out. Um, I just want you to read this so like you can exp- you can understand what I'm saying, um, but you don't have to read this on the show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. which was wonderful that was great for us because uh it, it ended up being a very long uh email um but they say hey guys with the rank season starting up again i was reminded of an idea i had a while back and was curious what you guys thought about it i may have suggested it in an earlier email uh, but i couldn't remember so here we go again the tldr is that i think riot should get bonus lp based on the letter grade you receive at the end of the game feel free to not read the entire email and just summarize it on the show and then skip to the second to last paragraph uh just want to explain what i'm talking about I think this would be a largely positive change for the league community as a whole uh, and encourage players to do better regardless of their rank. It would give people something to shoot for even in a game that is not going well and make playing the game well a more reasonable experience for everyone. It feels like a reasonable change to make based on the systems that are already in place as well as the way the players feel about the game. What are your thoughts slash counter arguments? What are some reasons that this would be a bad system or could be improved upon? Thank you guys so much for a great podcast. I'm actually so sorry for the length of this email. Uh, and then highlighted a bunch of uh, their reasonings as to, to why this would be a good change. So what do you guys think? Um, I don't think it works, but I think I, I do agree with every, like all the thought and reasoning that went into it, right? The idea that Riot already has a system that's pretty good overall at determining stuff um, makes sense that you'd want to augment your LP gains. Um, I would never go to the point of, you can lose a game where you would get LP. I think that's fucking crazy. Um, but I could see a world in which at some point they do it where um, you get extra LP, like one extra LP or you lose one less LP if you like do well according to their grade. Yeah, I am uh, kind of in the same boat with you. I didn't have any reason to to disagree with um, your, your the, the points that you brought up in your email. Um, but I don't think I would want this system in place uh i feel like there's a lot of like nuances that go into the system um like warding a bunch or not dying um like farming really well such that people i i feel like there could be some incentive to um to kind of abuse that system uh and the biggest thing is that different roles work differently too like i like yeah exactly like i i 
I feel like it is hard for me to get an S on Maokai support, for instance, because half of the play style is I'm going to go in and die, but this is such a good fight for us that it doesn't matter. Um, but if, if the system rewards not dying, like that kind of puts me at a disadvantage, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like Valorant, for example, is obviously a different game. It has a thing where you get different amounts of gains and losses based on how well you do, right? Mm-hmm. That is also a game where you are all playing gunman, and you have the objective to shoot other people, yeah. right? That being said, there's still people who complain about it because there are duelists in the game who are better at killing based on their abilities, right? Like, the most support character can still kill people just as easily. But there are duelists that are... They, sh- they should top frag, right? Therefore, get higher gains and mm-hmm. uh, lower losses if you perform well. Um, that being said, like, people still complain that, like, well, I'm playing Sage and I don't kill people as easily, so I get slightly less gains, right? And that's a game where I think you're on a way more balanced playing field than League of Legends. Yeah, you are, but, right, like, it's, it's still one of those situations where, you know, the th- there are a lot of nuances, I think, especially the higher level you go because i think most shooters like such as valorant or like csgo if you're looking at like a gold or lower you can sometimes like platter lower level it's basically just team deathmatch as much as it's like you know protect site and you know infiltrate site but you know there definitely is something to be said of let's take like competitive counter-strike as an example like let's say you have some ridiculously good sniper you know this this player if they have a sniper they're going to headshot you every single time and you know that that one person is on the b site and you just never go b because of it and that that allows you to do so much with like your four stack on a and planning around things it's like yeah that, that player might go zero zero and zero but just be completely shutting out of sight. Now that's not going to show well in stats, but they would actually be, you know, giving you quite a bit of strength. Mm-hmm. And and that's yeah, still it, in a I, game where like league is so much harder to actually calculate what a player so did. I think the most direct comparison is like inting Scion in league, right? Where holy fuck, like inting Scion could be legitimately like zero and fifteen, but single-handedly win you the game because of the the pressure that they are able to exert i mean if we take a a popular streamer the the what's his name baus who plays scion and averages i don't know probably like 12 deaths a game or so yeah probably like at least 10 deaths a game like does that does that tell the whole story because i i feel like it doesn't and i i I wouldn't want someone to be punished for that um as, as well as incentivized based on the system. Now, I, I, I can understand, like, wanting to incentivize, like, playing p- the game properly um, by using the systems that are in place. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, I think if you can find, like, a, a balance, like Aiden was saying, I don't think this could ever be more than, like, I'm going to say, for me, 3 LP max. I yeah. don't think you should ever like deduct or gain three bonus LP. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was more, more than that. I was also going to say that I think if they implemented a system like this, the, the cap would be like, if you get an S plus plus three LP. Um, and, and then if you do very poorly, minus three. And, and I think that 
that point leads me, you know, the Camilio brought up the idea of like rank inflation around this, which I think the, the problem is that you wouldn't actually have rank inflation because if they were going to implement this, they would have to implement it so that you got diminished wins and worse losses based mm-hmm. on your rank as well. And and I think that the the bad feel of that would completely outweigh the like the highs, right? If like you're normally plus 15, minus 15, and you're like, cool, I popped off. I went 14 and one, like, great, I get plus 18 versus oh i did really poorly in lane i ended like zero six and four and now i get minus 18 because of it like like that kicking you while you're down um i feel like feels so much worse um you know if if we you know i I think there's definitely a huge question about the system that that assigns you your letter grade and if it is accurate in terms of assessing like what you did to win the game. And I think that there's a lot of like known deficiencies there, you know, inting Scion being one of them, even if that system was perfect, you know, and, and it detected it's like, Oh, well you were zero and 15, but like lane proximity and tower damage. And like, you know, it, it calculated all of that pressure perfectly. I, I, I still think that like the the bad feel of getting extra loss or like you know if if you got hard carried only getting like plus 12 instead of your plus 15 would feel yeah. I, I feel like a lot worse. I, I I could see other rewards in terms of like your letter grades outside of you just getting like tokens and more champion mastery um Ooh, like um. On Wild Rift, if you do well, you get your roll. You get, like, autofill protected again. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and that's that's where I was going to go. Is like, I think that there are other things you could give the players besides LP. You know, yeah, I think, hey, autofill protection. Or even, like, hey, you've done very well. Like, you can dodge. You can get, like, one dodge, no penalty. Or, you know, p- mm-hmm. potential. A dodge would be good. Yeah. yeah or like again i don't know exactly what you would do because you know probably not going to give like blue essence or orange essence but you know there's non-lp ways to go about it um as well as i think it definitely could affect mmr a little bit but at this point they kind of merged your rank and mmr even more so so probably not I did just yeah, want I I... to jump in as well so and just like talk about LP gains really quick. I meant to mention this in the main of the meat of the show, but they uh, talked oh, yeah. about that they're planning, or at least they're currently looking into, in drastically increasing LP gains to, and I quote, the point where if you have a good night, you will be promoted. Which... Like it, within divisions, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, you so could like go from, from if you have a good one. night... Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I thought you were saying from like plat to to diamond. No, no. But like like cuz right now like you what you gain, I would say if you're super average MMR, you have like plus 15 plus minus 14 losses, right? Um, yeah. And if you're good MMR, it's like plus 20, yeah. which is still fucking that's so many games, man. Like I think it what, what was it? If you have a 60% win rate, it takes like 80 games to go up a full division. Like Yikes. Um, that's it's that's wild. Um, but like, I, I like the idea, especially with the season being like five months rather than like 10 now uh, of like, there's no reason why gains shouldn't be almost doubled. Right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. And this I would, would go along with thirty. With, would this would this go along with like losses? Yeah, yeah. Your, your well? losses would also yeah, okay. be lower or higher. Sorry. Um, but like, I think it's great. I think it's good regardless for any player. Like, yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Mm-hmm. You're you know, fucking you know what plus they fourteen do? and trying to go up fucking a thousand LP is miserable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What they should do is uh, implement like the the win streak loss streak mechanic from TFT into your your ranked gains and losses. So the streaky players. I, Win more have it or in, lose uh, more. In Wild Rift, if you win um, a certain number in a row, you get like an auto win. Like, Hell yeah. That's wins. wild. It gives you like two That's wins or cool. whatever. Um, and if you, I think it, like you lose this like the higher rank you go. I was like only like Emerald tier or whatever, which was right below Diamond. Yeah. Um, it, you get like if you win enough, you get like loss prevented as well. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. By the way, my sister is Emerald four. Uh, actually. Yeah, she's I'm she's four. good at that fuck? game. Does she she's still good at that game. Versions? No, she's good now. It's pretty fun, Wild Rift, by the way. It's actually pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, she and I have been playing some Arams. Uh, I'm very bad at it, um, but yeah, it's uh it's fun. She's uh she's she's cracked at it. That's sick. Um, awesome. So thank you, uh, Camilio. Yeah. Next email is from Echo. Haley Cast, long-time listener, first-time emailer, wanted to bring up something that I've been hearing over the last couple weeks in regards to the new times for the LCS broadcast, uh, the fact that these times will help promote the growth of the LCS internationally. I don't know if this is just the copium hitting everyone, but what international fans can actually watch at that time? It will be hosted at 12 p.m. PSD, which means for our international viewers, let's just say London, England, it will be 8 p.m. for the first game. Not super ideal in my opinion, uh, and then would be even worse for any other European viewers. Then moving on to another major English-speaking part of the world, Australia. In Sydney, they would start uh, start time at 7 a.m. Not sure about you guys, but I'm not waking up to watch the first game at 7 a.m. on a Friday. Technically, it would be Saturday for them, but still, what on earth is that start time? Not sure if international fandom increase has been one of the official reasons from Riot regarding the start times. I admit I didn't look into it heavily if this was one of their main reasons, but I have heard it now talked about in your podcast and on Hotline League, and nobody has brought up the actual times for those international viewers. Thanks for, for all you guys do. You make my day at work go by a lot quicker, and as per tradition, yeah, as per tradition, uh, and it, as it is a lengthy email, sorry for the long email. Feel free to cut out whatever you like. I just want to hear your opinions on the topic. Have a good one, Echo. It's so for I would, you. <laughs> I, um, wait. What do you mean? It's for you. It, it's for EU. Um, like uh, the, the oh, best it's for that, EU. I yes. thought you said it's for you. It's for you, Nick. Um, <laughs> thank uh, you. No, it's for the fucking Brit. Um, you have first like your first, good games are always the first couple games, anyways. So like you're gonna have like Cloud Nine, TL, um, I guess FlyQuest whatever uh for as the first couple games it starts at eight o'clock um eu players uh, if they're interested in lcs at all they'll watch a game or two um which super inflates uh, na viewership that's the idea it's not really for anything else it doesn't make sense like I-, I don't know how many like riot obviously has the data on all this i don't know how many korean players and chinese players uh, are watching lcs um but i would assume it's very small so i don't think i care too much about that but i think there is a larger number of european players that watch lcs when it's on yeah so that's the thing is like if you only have time for one or two games and they front load it um as in as someone in we'll just take london your example um 8 p.m is i would say is a 
a prime time to to be watching. It's now ten after um, the changes, by the way. Yeah, so probably only going to be able to watch one game, yeah. like maybe two, if you're able to stay up a little bit later. Um, but I, I, it, it's more it's it's less for like one specific um, audience than it is for like the English speaking audience as a whole, right? Like, yeah. there's only there's only so many times that you can pick for it to be accessible to uh, the average like English speaker across the entire world, right? Like you're going to have to concede somewhere. So I assume they just like picked somewhere in the middle where like, Hey, this kind of sucks for a lot of people, but it's the best we can do given that, you know, this is going to be spreading across 20 hours of the day that we're trying to aim for. Um, in in terms of like English speaking uh, audience, yeah. So I, th- I I think it's just a, a the best they could do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like again th- now this email probably was before they changed it, but um, like, yeah, it was talking mm-hmm. about seven a.m. Um, for Sydney, right? So like now it's going to be nine a.m. and it's going to be nine a.m. on a Saturday for Friday games, which to me is so much better because like i'm I'm definitely not gonna like wake up at nine and and watch lcs games on a friday because i have work um but like if i just have a like no plans on a saturday and it's like oh cool i I, maybe i sleep in i miss the first game maybe i wake up at nine and i can like tune in like that sounds great or or maybe it's like uh well i'm not i'm not gonna get up every single time but holy fuck it's clg tsm this weekend Mm -hmm. for the first game like i'm waking up for that one you know, yeah. they can then they can market their uh, or or position their exciting games at at appropriate times. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Thank you to Echo. Uh, next is from White, who said, "Hi, I recently became a uh, aware of a behavior of mine where I go back to a champion or build that I know is bad, but I think it might be fun, good or fun after all." I know I'm bad at least in, but sometimes the mood hits me and I have to lose a couple games with Lee before I'm done. This time it was Moonstone Bran that I theory crafted and wanted to try make work. Jeez. Uh, I'm now at least my third attempt at Moonstone Bran the last couple of years because in theory it feels like it should work. I draw parallels with this, with this behavior and going back to bad exes. I know it didn't work last time, but maybe it'll work this time. So I ask you, do you have any bad exes in League and what are they? Stinky Socks and Stiffle white uh so uh, i think the talking part of moonstone makes sense it's more the fact that you don't get, make use of the passive at all because the passive moonstone you don't is do as anything. you're in combat yeah. you amplify healing and shielding which you have zero of um also no one uses uh, you're absolutely right about that by the way aiden yeah it's you, it's super good like if you're playing soraka mm-hmm. you need to watch that um because if you're not if you're using ultimate when you're not on like fully stacked moonstone you're trolling you had that for Janna as well in uh, in the Aaron that we played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say that mine is probably Ash. Just Ash the character. Um, I feel like I, in theory, really like playing Ash, and then when I play it, I just turbo in, and it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Mine's probably Shaco. Shaco? I love playing him, and I, I fucking do well early in every single game, and then I can't fucking pilot the character in mid delay, so I just lose. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> He's fun, funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, holistically, just the way I play ranked in general, like playing different characters all the time or, or queuing Phil, 
I was I was gonna meme and just say uh, playing eighty carry because it is it is very much I think my most feast or famine role. Um, I I feel like I am a little bit more stable in a lot of other roles, even if a little bit more stable for me is still very feast or famine. I, that's just kind of the type of player I am. Um, but. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like certain characters specifically that I like keep trying to go back to and just can't make it work. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't I have feel like, like you're, one specifically. I just feel like you're good enough at league baseline that you probably don't have any. You're you're also good at playing a bunch of characters. Sometimes. So. <laughs> sometimes um but cool yeah wait thank you wait yep. uh next email is from large dad yo 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 it's me your boy large dad back at you again with another 10 out of 10 joke aiden and nick will determine that uh sorry about missing last week kind of forgot what day of the week it was and i let my fans down but we're back with a vengeance so without further ado here we go all right you guys don't read ahead mm-hmm I was at a small get-together with my friends the other day, and we were listening to music and having a good time. Next thing I know, the Macarena comes on, and everyone's begging me to do the Macarena. So I do the Macarena. After that, everyone's telling me to do the twist, so I do the twist. After that, they are begging me to come on Eileen. Now I have a restraining order. <laughs> good. That Thanks. sounds a good, like, air That's your a good one. joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, chortle, right? Isn't yeah. that what they call it? Yeah. Well, you, hey, we'll, we'll we'll give that. Uh, well, I, I guess you guys. I'd have say to that's it. an eight. It's eight. I'd say an eight. Aiden, what's your rating out of ten? Eight. Six. Oh well, Ooh. I'm gonna give it a nine to bring the average just a little over seven. Okay. Kind of cold. Okay, if you, if good. someone like like so, aliens come down from space, <laughs> um, and they they have access to how you've rated jokes, and they see that dude, or they, they don't think good about the human you're getting race. snatched up mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree i i, I think I, I guess to me i'm i'm rating it for the format itself so like i, yeah. I think that format it has its limits um but i i also am a a, a big fan of uh like little jokes word, little little, jokes. little wordplay jokes <laughs> like that okay understandable uh so hey thanks for the email and the joke large dad we'll look forward to another 7.4 out of 10 joke next week (laughs) uh we are going to try to burn through some of these emails uh we've got about uh less than 10 more minutes in in the show so we'll uh if, if we don't get to your email we will get it to it to it next week for sure Next email is from Matt. Thanks for doing the podcast. Would you guys consider spending more time talking about the game, strategy, uh, macro, meta, champs, uh, matchups, builds, etc.? I really enjoy when you talk about the game itself. Um, yeah, I think that's something that we could do. Maybe we could uh, let the dust settle from some of the 13.2 changes. And maybe uh, we used to have a section. Oh, God, I don't remember what we called it. Um but we would just, oh, meta snapshot. And, and we would sort of run down the champions and the builds and things that we think are, are good. So maybe we can revive that uh, mm-hmm. in, in some way. Yeah, we, we definitely like talking about it. It's just tough when we've been doing the show for nine years. Like, we feel like we've already hashed all of those things out. And, and you know, I think a lot of times I forget that a lot of our listeners haven't maybe heard those episodes or don't remember them. So it's like we'll we'll start a conversation about like 
ideal build on X champ. And I'm in my head, I'm like, but we already talked about that, even though mm. the game is totally different now. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we can, yeah, we can, we can do that. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Next email from Uncle Crisco. Hey guys, I'm a new-ish player. Started playing after Arcane came out, but then stopped playing a few weeks later because of oh, how complicated the jungle was. I got back into the game when I heard about the new jungle changes. I tried a lot of jungle champs to see who I liked most and wound up falling in love with Ivern. Here's my issue. Ooh. I feel like a scumbag for saying this, but I feel like not enough iron and bronze players know enough about Ivern's kit for me to be truly impactful in the game. I'm not saying they're bad or dumb, but I'm pretty sure that most of them just don't know what he does. This shows up in a bunch of ways, but I think the two best examples are the fact that one out of three games I play people uh, will show up to leash my first camp, and in all of the games I have played, not a single person has taken one of the free buffs that Ivern leaves at Rider Blue. Even if after I made macros that said free red buff and free blue buff (laughs) in chat. Uh... Do you think that I'm just being a salty baby or is there something to this? Because I feel like an idiot when I essentially say my teammates are too dumb for me to use the champ I like. Uh, And if you do think there's something to this, do you think I should hold off on playing Ivern until I get to silver or gold? Or should I just keep playing him until I'm so good at that my teammates inexperience with my champ doesn't matter? Thanks for the help, Uncle Crisco. P.S. I'm unapologetic about the length of this email. I feel like I have a Dang. decent response for this. Um, yeah, I've also ahead. been talking to people like um, Zill from the Lala Discord. Also has this problem. He literally was rage posting that uh, uh, fucking playing ranked and I have to fucking teach people how fucking Zillion works. Like, right? Um, I feel like people have this for a lot of characters. It is more annoying when you're playing what feels feels like more easy characters, right? Like, it, it's annoying that people don't know Ivern gives fucking buffs. That that's that should be a pretty basic thing. Um, but, like, it happens at all ELOs with, like, all things, right? Like, for Tom mm-hmm. Kench, uh, I play in Masters Plus, and people get mad at me for things like, like, why didn't you eat me? Well, you were using a channel, and I can't people eat people out of channels. Like, fucking Why Night did Blue, you spit me out? Nightblue 3 ate me, uh, sorry, like, flamed me in uh, a fucking end-of-season game last year where he's fucking mm-hmm. sucking his fiddlesticks, right? And I can't eat him, and he's like, you didn't, he just spam pings my all. He's like... I can't eat you even if you're in channel, right? It's like people do this all the time. Obviously, more obscure mechanics have that more often. Uh, and I understand your pain for like the Ivern one because it feels pretty basic, but uh, it will happen all the time. I wouldn't like to stop playing a character for that. Um, I just mm-hmm. think it's something that's annoying. Like, I mean, I, whenever yeah. I eat people, like, I know how to use the fucking eat and spit way more than any other fucking player on my team ever. Um, so just, I always, like, do, the amount of times I've stopped in the middle of a team fight, turned back on ally chat <laughs> to say, don't you ever fucking spit yourself out again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's happened more than once, put it that way. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I understand your pain. It, it definitely happens, like across all ranks on i would say most characters have little things that their teammates don't know about your character it it is incredibly frustrating i mean like recently playing a lot of nyla the amount of supports who don't let me eat to them and just like stay just out of range and it's like oh cool I, i died because you wouldn't walk closer to me so i can eat away or who like i have my w dodge on them and then they flash away so that they can start getting hit by autos again. Like, mm. it, super frustrating. On on Zillion, um, you know, obviously, like, fucking up the ultimate. Or I think, to me, the most irritating one that I, I don't think I've 
ever had a player actually understand this interaction is that if an opponent is like in Zonia's or in a GA revive and I put a double bomb down on their body, if you don't grab either of those bombs, it instantly procs when they come out and will stun them. But then they walk up and they have one bomb so on them funny. and they don't stun. And that person That's gets so to them like flash away or do whatever <laughs> they have to. It's like, or, or they'll like stand right on top of it. So I can't do it. And if I, if I like double bomb on an ally, one of them will pop immediately. It's, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Dang, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but again, like I, I, I could go on and on about things that people don't know about, you know, whatever character it's, it's going to happen all yeah. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or they, they like they flame your build or whatever because they don't know how it works. Yeah, we can do one more yeah, email we'll do... from Shark. Mm-hmm. One more email. Thanks, Uncle Crisco. Um, well, actually, yeah, to answer your email. question, keep playing Ivern if you like him. Yeah. It, yeah. Eventually, people will get better. If he becomes popular in the meta, people will do better about it. And again, just inform mm-hmm. your team. I think at the beginning of the game is a really good time to do it. It's just like tell people after a certain level, my buffs get doubled. You can come pick them up. Tell them I don't need in, a leash. Put it in champ select. Yeah, yeah. Just, just mm-hmm. tell people. Make a PowerPoint and post a link to it. <laughs> yeah. Of how to play be with that Ivern. Ivern guy. Be that guy. Um, awesome. I'm sure there is a an Ivern PowerPoint out there. By the way. Um, cool. Our last email is from Shark. Hey, Lee Cast. Listening to the podcast last week reminded me of the conversation I was having with my school's esport coach. The main points of the discussion, without tripping up specific details that I will probably misremember, were number one. Uh, both teams locking in an 80 carry marksman bot has, an, has been a gentleman's agreement since the establishment of roles in the game. When other classes migrate to that position as the 80 carry, Riot has to do its damage control and work to make 80 carry marksmen not become obsolete. Number two, lane phase still exists to give characters the needed time to scale. Um, with the trends aiming for shorter games, having an 80 carry marksman bot lane can hinder the team if they fall behind the rest of the map. It will lead to the rest of the team pouring available resources into the 80 carry to try to salvage the game. After that conversation in my brain, a few ideas came to mind uh, for a few major changes to the game. It takes some of the features I liked from Pokemon Unite, where the game starts immediately compared to waiting for camps to spawn and minions to crash at 1.30. Uh, Unite also shortens the length of the lane phase and objective timers are much shorter. Yes, it's because of the time constraint of the game but a condensed League of Legends could be the fresh coat of paint the game needs to continue staying with the current generation of young gamers. Sorry for this new new snowball-sized email shark. Um, I like it. I I mean, the main reason why I like Wild Rift is that it cuts out a lot of the fucking shit I hate in League. (laughs) Yeah, I, I definitely think there could be some aspects to minimizing it, but I... Don't necessarily think that making it shorter is 100% like one-to-one making it good. If that makes no, sense. No, I, I agree. I, I just think that like, I think there's a lot of things that even just like eliminating a minute or two here and there can make the game feel snappier, especially when, especially at higher levels, when you're queuing for five to 10 minutes, like with champion select and all that shit, and then you get into yeah. a game and it's 15. Well, well I would much rather have what, that game be 12. What happened the other night? Um, you said it took you like 19 minutes to get into a Yeah, I played a, a game, 20 like a minute game, game and then it took me 19 minutes to get into a game. Then I had a 15 minute game. Yeah, like I don't know. It's there. There definitely needs to be some optimization, um, but I, like I'm okay with camp spawning late and minions crashing at one thirty because I think it leads to really interesting level ones. But I know that a lot of people aren't uh, aren't I excited for that. I, I could see it being shortened by maybe thirty seconds, but I wouldn't want to go any further than that. 
because yeah, I feel like level ones it is an interesting part of the game, uh, but I do feel like a lot of times what happens is like nothing happens and you wait for ninety seconds. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like somebody tries and invade, gets spotted, and then you wait for sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if they if they knocked like thirty seconds off of that, I think that that would be fine because like you can still get your deep ward, you can still try your invade. It's just like it will resolve faster if you do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, also biased. Sense. I hate invades, so. I love invades. But only when I'm doing it, I'm not jungling. Yep. So. Only when we win the invade, I really like it. Otherwise, oh, true. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. Or do you want to dive yeah. more into No, no, no. This? Thanks to Shark um, and Andrew, Sejuani, Baby Daddy, and uh, Valzea. We'll, we'll get your emails next week. They'll be on the, the doc. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to send us an email, it's mail at leadcastpodcast.com. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kinglord.bluebasket and leadcastfrost. Tweet at us at leadcast on Facebook or leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.